some fear right here in a minute. I like Genesis 15:1. I'm your shield. Isaiah 54 verses 4 through 5. Do not be afraid. You will not suffer shame. Now listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Pay attention. Wake up. God says you will not suffer shame. How could shame come upon you? There's only one way, and that is if you sin. You ought to be ashamed if you sin. But if you haven't sinned and you get this fear of shame, where is that coming from? Not coming from God. But the devil will beat you to death with shame. And it's all imaginary. Whether it comes out of the past or the present, it's imaginary. Why? Because everything in the past is where? Under the blood. If it's under the blood, it don't exist anymore. I know that people might remember, but God don't. Is that because God is senile? No. It's because God and only God can choose not to remember. Don't you wish you had that ability? That's a trait of omniscience. He chooses not to remember. Woo! I like that. Let me read on. Do not fear disgrace. You will not be humiliated. You will forget the shame of your youth and remember no more the reproach of your widowhood. For your maker is your husband. The Lord Almighty is his name. The Holy One of Israel is your redeemer. He is called the God of all the earth. No matter what we've done, God is able to wash us and cleanse us and make us whole. Another weapon against fear is realizing the value that God places on each and every one of us. If God so loved us as to redeem us back to himself by the precious blood of his son, how great must the worth be that he ascribes to each one of us. You are more valuable, God the Father, than the life of his only son. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. Sorry, Matthew 10. Again, are not two sparrows sold for a penny, yet not one of them will fall to the ground without the Father knowing it. Not one hair will fall from your head without God knowing about it. <laughs> Let's deal with fear. During the preaching of this message, we've had the practical aspects of it. We had to understand what fear is. It can be real or imaginary. We dealt with practical things that we can do, and then we've dealt with the spiritual side of it, what God says and what God can do. Question. What fear is it that grips you, paralyzes you, stops you from moving forward and advancing the kingdom of God? What is it? You need to identify it. You need to be able to say what it is. Because one thing about fear that I've found that the enemy will use is to make it so general that you can't zero in. You're just afraid. I've asked people before, why are you afraid? I don't know. What are you afraid of? I don't know. Holy Spirit, come right now. Come into this place, Holy Spirit. We want to be the people of courage. We want to move forward in the kingdom of God. Now, in our individual lives, in our homes, in our families, in advancing the kingdom of God through outreach and evangelism, Father God, we want to move forward. What is it? Holy Spirit, you and you know us better than we know ourselves. Right now, Holy Spirit, help us to identify what it is in our hearts and minds that we're afraid of, that we can deal with it right now, today. Would you stand? Would you stand?